fostering a professional mindset in your business aviation career, and how to encourage others to do the same. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news and information. NBAA's Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism in Aviation Award was created in 2015 to recognize individuals who have demonstrated outstanding professionalism and leadership all in support of business aviation safety. The award is modeled on Dr. Kern's integrated model of professionalism and its six core tenets, vocational excellence, professional ethics, continuous improvement, professional engagement, selflessness, and professional image that, when combined, help form a truly professional mindset. This year, three business aviation professionals were recognized with this award, and I'm pleased to welcome two of them today. We'll begin with Chandra Dussault, Client Aviation Manager and Maintenance Supervisor for Solaris Aviation. I manage a team of pilots and flight attendants that service an end customer. And for us, it's very important as a team to communicate well and to establish a safety culture and standard operational procedures to make sure that safety is number one, that we're all kind of speaking the same language and knowing our roles and responsibilities within the team so that together we're all making sure that none of the things that we all know we need to look at or manage on a daily basis is being missed and that we're all supporting each other in a capacity that can make sure that we're meeting our full abilities to perform our roles to our highest standard and that we're feeling comfortable and safe within our own spaces and supported to be able to do that, able to kind of communicate any concerns without feeling like you might be rejected or resisted, that we can all comfortably speak within our team and externally to make sure that we deliver a safe experience because aviation can get very busy, can get a little bit chaotic. So it's very important for us to know it's okay to take a breath. We know that safety is our priority. So if we need to deliver something a little bit late, if our timeline is a little bit skewed, let's all talk about it. Make sure we're taking care of what we need to manage and as a team, get the aircraft safely out the door with an outstanding reliability and safety standard and that they feel enabled to do their own roles without being micromanaged while also still feeling supported. And that can be a little bit difficult to navigate from time to time, but, you know, it's with back and forth communication, there's a, a line that we walk together as a team to make sure that we're all able to do that successfully. Also joining me is Cody Bogart, CEO of KB Solutions, LLC. I work with organizations on implementing safety management systems for me, vocational excellence is something that's almost paramount in me because it's it's my own personal driven goals to continually educate myself. I came to education late in my career. I referred to my undergrad, for example, as my 20-year degree because it, it took me that long because I kept putting it off for various reasons. So when it comes to that vocational excellence, though, you know, I'm continually improving myself. And it doesn't mean that people have to have a formal education. You know, there are tons of awesome aviation-specific or safety-specific readings and journals that people can continually learn from and ask how they can make themselves better. In addition, I always ask questions. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to grasp more knowledge to not only help improve myself, but when I go out to speak with my customers to work with them. As far as professional ethics, and, and you know, that's basically how we govern ourselves. My integrity is the, the thing that I can think of the first and foremost when it comes to, to my ethics. And then, you know, how I go out when I speak to my customers, I'm 
I'm very much a part of their team. I'm there to help them improve. And that really can set the tone of how that relationship works out. So when you look at continuous improvement, it's very important for an SMS, but it's it's important for us as well. It's, it's an ongoing journey, right? So I'm not just going to do some stuff today and stop tomorrow. I just keep that path going forward. As far as uh, professional engagement, I, I think in our industry, networking and our interpersonal relationships really help us progress and, of course, learn along the way. Associations much like NBAA or HAI, they're really important to be a part of. As far as myself, I'm a, a board member for the Central Florida Business Aviation Association. And it's an opportunity to help me give back to the industry that's been so kind to me. You know, one of the neatest things about the Kern Award, I think, is that recipients are nominated by their peers in the industry. Was it one of your clients who nominated you, Cody? No, actually, when I started my master's program, my very first semester, there's a gentleman in the class and he hadn't been in school in a long time and he was kind of uh, apprehensive. I was in charge of some group assignment on our very first semester and he reached out to me and asked for some guidance. And we've literally talked probably twice a week since that initial engagement. In fact, my husband and I met him for dinner one time when he was in town, him and his wife. And so it was, it's really neat. The reason he nominated me was because of my professionalism and, you know, and how I conducted myself in the class and as a group leader on some of our assignments. But basically the the main reason is that, that selflessness. I was there for him whenever he needed. And even in our professional lives, he was director of safety of a, of a company. He reaches out all the time and asks questions. And it, we continue to, to foster and build that relationship. That's great. And it goes to another important concept throughout business aviation, that of mentorship. Chandra, do you know who nominated you to receive the Kern Award? And why do you think they did so? I believe it was both of my pilot crew members that had nominated me for it. They're both stellar, outstanding performers, so for them to even be having the discussion is an honor. We all kind of share the same mentality of humility and selflessness being very important pillars of kind of a management strategy. Knowing that within a team, I have my strong points, they have their strong points, and just knowing that professionally you can depend on your own team members to fill in any sort of gaps that you might have really allows you to provide a whole picture of the perfect team or as perfect as one can get. As a unit, knowing what you're good at and where you need to ask some questions and get some help and seek some guidance from the people on your team who know the most about that specific topic. More of our conversation in just a moment after this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, your podcast is ready everywhere. You can download it from iTunes, ask your smart speaker to give you a listen, or hear it in any car with Apple's CarPlay. NBAA Flight Plan, available anytime, anywhere. We're back now with Cody Bogart and Chandra Dussault, two of the three recipients of this year's NBAA Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism in Aviation Award. Chandra, you were speaking of the importance of leading by example. What are some ways you apply that mindset in your role with Solaris? Well, I think as a manager especially, it's very important for your team to understand that they are the most important things to you. Whatever you need to do in your role to facilitate an environment for their success, them being excellent and their absolute best will facilitate you in return being able to be your absolute best. And just communicating that to them, asking what do you need when you see them struggling with something, kind of use your social cues and observational skills to just find where you can support them better 
to allow them to be more successful and fill in the gaps that maybe they aren't speaking and encourage them, hey, you know, I'm noticing this. What can I do to help you? And what can I provide you for tools that can allow you to be more successful with that? And as a team doing debriefs and pre-flight discussions on any sort of concerns that we might have for the day, how we can mitigate any risks in that. And at the end of the day, having a similar discussion, I noticed that this happened. This is something that we can change going forward to control that risk and to make our team better. So we're always having the discussions to a point that it becomes a cultural standard and an operational norm for us to be openly talking. This was something that I noticed that we could have done better. This is something that I'm seeing that we could do better as a team. And Chandra, I really liked that you did that, but maybe this is a little different. Being able to hear things that aren't positive as a reflection of something that you have done, accepting it, analyzing it, and saying, you're right, you know, I could have done better, and then changing yourself to be better in the future without being uh, negatively responsive to some negative feedback because if you're not getting negative feedback, that just means that they're not telling you. Because there's always things that we can do better to support, you know, ourselves individually or our teammates. And if you're not hearing that kind of feedback, it's because they're afraid to tell you. Or you've had a response in the past that has not made them feel comfortable to approach you about your weaknesses. So we're just always keeping an open dialogue of, you tell me what I can be to make you better. And it seems to be successful. Happiness on a team is a big thing. And, you know, when you see the smiles, people enjoy showing up to work. It means you're generally doing something okay, but to always know you can be better. Cody, how do you apply tenets of Dr. Kern's integrated model of professionalism when assisting your clients? I really like Kendra's response. For me, it basically comes down to relationships. Um, I'm not part of a team and as far as, you know, in my employment. I'm, I'm, I'm on my own by myself. But when I go into an organization to work with them, I don't want to be an outside person coming in. I want them to embrace me as part of their team, build that relationship so we can work together for their SMS journey. And so that's, that's really important, you know, to me to let them know that I am there to help not just to point fingers, not just to audit, not just to say what's wrong, what needs improvement, but you know, hey, these are things that are growing great and, and you've already got this handled. How can we incorporate this facet of, of whatever topic and bring it into the folds? And let's do that together. Um, it makes me think a lot of change management versus management of change. On the change management side, that's more the people that are involved in a change process. And so like, you know, Chandra was saying, it's really important that there's open communication and, and that the team knows that we're all going to, we're progressing through together and have that effective communication. So just a little bit different perspective, but the same as her as, you know, it's all about the relationships that we, we build with our organization and our teams. Of course, this entire conversation about professionalism and business aviation really comes back to the matter of safety. Cody, what do you think is the most important aspect to consider for those who aspire to be true safety-oriented business aviation professionals? You know, us in this aviation industry, we we know it's fast-paced. It's continually moving, and we're in a weird dichotomy right now with the progression of aviation and looking to go more to unmanned travel or autonomous travel. And so right now, everything is so fast-paced, even though sometimes the regulatory process might take some more time. The new technology and new innovations in our sector evolve and they need people to step into the gap to help that evolution. 
And I think one way they can do that is, you know, get on top of it, get out there, go to events, educate yourself on what's happening and see where you can best fit in with your safety foot forward. That's something that works, I think, for me. And another thing that has worked for me professionally is I'm not I'm really good at saying no, but I'm not good at saying no. So if someone, you know, reaches out to me about writing an article or helping their organization, I, I try to do that to my best of my ability. And I think that's where my selflessness comes in a little bit. You know, knowing when to say no, but believing in yourself that you can help other people. And then I think it's, I just love networking. You know, you go to these events and it's just great. And it's my networking that has really helped uh, catapult my, my career. And so I think for those that aspire to be safety-oriented business professionals, they should look for future innovations and, and where they can help out moving forward and believing in yourself and just keep that networking open. I think there's a couple different mindsets of where you have to be engaged and it's kind of understanding where your focus needs to be. There's a lot of distractions in our world. We have timelines that need to be made. We have weather coming in. We have all kinds of things that are working to raise our blood pressures and to stress us out. To be able to just take a second, focus on the task, and say, what's my job right now? Develop kind of uh, an operational procedure to keep yourself organized and in order and do the job that you need to do and as much as possible remove yourself from the stressor that's driving you to think about not focusing on what you need to and just block it out. If I'm doing maintenance work, I need to focus on this task. I need to complete it in sequence and I need to remain unaffected by my external distractions. And then once you have finished it totally to completion, you can move on and really remember what's important and the order of operations that you need to do it in. And if something is happening external to that to involve your team members, to allow them to be part of your focus and delegate, listen, this thing is happening that I need some help on. Could you please take that from me? I need to remain focused. So the team engagement is really big that if there's something pulling you away from where the safety focus lies, you need to take action to keep your focus there. That's an excellent point, Chandra, because as both of you know, this is an industry that thrives on multitasking, and most of us really pride ourselves in being able to handle multiple challenges at once. But there are definitely times when we just need to step back and say, no, I need to focus on this one thing right now. Absolutely. And, you know, every every day of your life in aviation, there's a hundred things that are happening at once and two of them are important and the rest are just kind of support details that are important in their own way, but to customer experience or to aesthetics or presentation for foods and things like that. But, you know, the things that matter need to have your attention and those can wait. Important in their own ways, but not in this moment. Indeed. What other guidance or recommendations would you give to others working in business aviation, Chandra, to earn this award? Well, I think just getting out there and knowing that the award exists, kind of incorporating yourself into the industry that's more aware of it, becoming involved in the MBAA, getting your team involved in the MBAA, providing them with some training sessions uh, to do some team improvement, some self-improvement, kind of discuss the pillars of what are important for this award and kind of live the award because it in itself are all kind of the important things that even outside of this we like to focus on. And you can do nothing but get better by improving on each of these things in both your self-life and your professional life. 
And by bringing yourself up and your team up, you have nowhere to go but to the top. Cody, what advice would you like to share? I would definitely say just be true to who you are. If you're a safety professional, live those safety ethos. Again, as Chandra pointed out, the six tenets, look at those. Those are all each important on their own. But when you combine all six together, they're an immovable force. You know, be the epitome of what professional ethics and integrity are. And don't stop. Keep moving forward. Be professional. Improve yourself. Put safety at the forefront in everything that you do. But for me, a major part of that is also to help build up those who are coming up into the profession. I'm doing fine where I'm at and I'm hoping to progress further, but I can't forget those who are just starting out in the fields and to help them get into the industry as well so they can be successful, not only as potential current award winners, but safety practitioners in our industry. And Chandra and I could lead the way with this and the the previous Tony current award winners is nominate someone else. You know, look what we see out in the industry and who deserves this award? Who is the epitome of those six tenants and nominate them? I really do believe that it's important for us to bring up those younger individuals who are just getting into the industry. Never be afraid to teach someone to take over your job. That's what we should each do. You know, and maybe one day those professionals will be my employer. I think leadership is a part of the the Tony Kern Award and really just about being an aviation professional is being a good leader as well. Everything that she just said is just very important because we are all babies once in the industry, coming straight out of school not knowing a whole lot about anything, thinking that you do. But in reality, you know, you're at the very bottom and you, you need some help. You need some mentorship, some guidance and how to do your job well, how to learn, and then to just kind of teach the mentality of you'll never know enough. You can always know more. Keep learning, keep reading, keep getting certifications, keep encouraging others to do so because you know, regulations are changing constantly, and this is a very big and expansive world. And the more you know, the better you are for yourself, for your team members. So I just think encouraging young people to learn, fostering an environment for them to grow is just a a really great mentality that kind of carries through all the way up to the younger generation of mechanics and pilots that are first starting out. Um, in their jobs to just know that somebody cares that they're learning and is helping them learn and feel safe to ask questions. Always ask questions. If you don't know, asking is the best thing that you can do and that the culture of asking questions should be encouraged. You're not going to sound silly. You're not going to sound like you don't know your job. I will love you forever for asking those silly questions that you think are silly but are not. I think that's an important thing to instill in people to just ask. The third recipient of the 2022 Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism in Aviation Award is Morgan Bondi. Congratulations again to him, Chandra, and Cody. And if you'd like to learn more about this award and for tips on maintaining a professional mindset in your business aviation career, visit nbaa.org forward slash professionalism. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.